Blog Talk Radio. Chatting with Nat is a podcast for independent women seeking to speak their truth and to break down barriers. We host honest conversations that help to guide and empower women. Speak your truth and set yourself free. Let your voice be heard. Hi, this is Natalie Dean, c'est Natalie Jean, and today on Chatting with Nat, we have singer-songwriter Julia Blair. Julia Blair was born of this world as a force to smother the disquieting agents of despair. And as a gentle soul that no less employs her mighty voice to speak truth to power, those who know her personally know this, and those who have heard her sing know this as well. On her debut solo album for Crutch of Memory Enterprises, Better Out Than In, Julia proclaims her fondness for self-expression and demonstrates her aptitude for dynamics from the explosive nature of a pop hook to the firm, comforting grip of a lullaby. She does so at times, anecdotally, while utilizing the marriage of sophisticated arrangements and plain-spoken lyrical language. Let's give her a round of applause. Hi, Julia. Hi. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm okay. I'm trying to survive um, this uh, thing they call a pandemic. Uh, this, this oh, yes. <laughs> crazy times. Yep. Um, how have you been during the pandemic? Uh, you know, sometimes I'm doing great and sometimes I'm doing terrible. It kind of just depends. <laughs> Hanging in there one day at a time. You, you, yeah, we can only do one day at a time because we just don't know. Yeah. You know, hopefully, uh, they said by mid-January, uh, things would peak with Omicron. Hopefully, there's not another variant because who can deal with all of this crap? Um, so I, the, it's just crazy. It's just crazy. Every time you wake up, you're just like, what What else? What's next? Um, yeah. Okay. How are you doing? <laughs> oh, well, I'm okay. It, in 2020, I did get uh, COVID. I got the first COVID thing, so it was. Oh no! I had every um, symptom and it was bad. I didn't have to go to the hospital, but um, but it, it knocked me out. I have lingering effects, so you know, I'm trying to deal, trying to deal with all that. <laughs> okay. This this new way of living. Um. So thanks for asking. Um. So one of the mm-hmm. things I like to ask everybody is that you know during this pandemic time, obviously. When it first hit, we had a lot of downtime. You know, some some of us were working from home. Some of us didn't have jobs. Some of us didn't know what to do. But as we know, the pandemic um, opened our eyes to many things. And there obviously were a lot of cons, people dying, people getting sick, people losing limbs. But there were pros during uh, the pandemic that I saw. Uh, one of the major things, you know, I saw family members walking outside with their kids, which is not something that should be surprising. <laughs> But a lot more families were walking out with their kids. Um, I was reading a lot of articles that talked about how people were quitting their jobs because their pandemic made them realize that they needed to do something more 
that was in, 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 in line with their passion. It wasn't about money anymore. I know a person that actually cut back on hours at his job because he's realizing he didn't spend time with his family. Um, the animals were happy. Nature was happy. Climate change, you know, the pollution level went down when we were outside. Yeah. And then this artist, um, a lot of artists either decided to rebrand. They took all their music down, started something new. They decided they wanted to be something different than what they projected out there while they were doing their music. So during this time, did you take some time to have some self, you know, introspection about who and what you wanted to bring out to the world in regards to your music? Yeah, I think it was, it was a really like, in terms of just talking about the like positive things, it was, it was like a just um, forced, break and reset right. which I think is what yeah brought on those changes that you were saying and, and and for me it was just like before that I had been really like pushing myself to the max in terms of like what I was doing with like working jobs and right. going on tour and so like just having to like be at home and have like nothing to do all day was like so good just to like kind of reset and like be like oh and that I was one of the many Americans who's like maybe I should go to therapy <laughs> which was like a really good thing and like um in terms of my music I think it kind of like having time to just like sit at the piano and play for like no reason, like not like practicing for a show. It was like, I could kind of think about what music I wanted to make just because I liked it versus like what I was used to making. So it was nice to kind of like give myself permission to kind of just do whatever I wanted, if that makes sense. Okay. Remember that that's allowed all the time. <laughs> yes. yes. I absolutely love that. Um, so, how did you get how did you get into the music industry? What was it about the music industry that you said, "Oh my gosh, this is Julia Julia's got to do this thing. Music is in you, and you've got to let the world know that you're all about the music." What? Um, I missed the first part. You said what? Like, what made me have those feelings? No, what made you get into the music industry? Was it something that you oh, saw, okay. you heard? What moved you to say that Julia and music, they have to mesh together? They are one. Well, I started singing in choir from, like, the first time it was offered to me as a little kid. And just kind of, like, always was, like, anytime something was offered at school or, like, church, I was like, yes, yes. And so I just kind of always had that. And, like, by the time I got to high school, I was a full-fledged, like, all my study halls, all my lunch periods, like, at, before school, after school was, like, whatever, like, music stuff. And just, like, I was probably, like, such a, like, <laughs> annoyance for the choir teacher just, like, sitting in there, like, looking at music and stuff. And so oh. I always was, like, kind of into this classical music thing. And so I, I went to school for uh, classical music. Right. Um, And the conservatory was really wonderful but like very intense and so afterwards I took a break for like two years where I just like really didn't play any music and then okay. I kind of was like just felt really like bad when was like what am I doing why am I not doing this thing that I love so then I started playing in bands um and sort of sw like pivoted away from classical music to like just like playing in bands going on tour mm -hmm. and like writing my own music which was a really great realization that I like that. 
and that's mm-hmm. kind of where we are now. Yeah, I often tell people, I was like, you know, music is our superpower because music can, has the power to do so many things for so many people in their lives. I know that yeah. music, music is my saving grace. You know, when I feel angry or happy or whatever, I turn on some music or I sing. I sing as well as I can, and it's a great release. And, you know, a lot of people will contact us and they'll tell us, my God, this song was great. It really moved me. It's what I needed today. So, you know, we do, we have superpower. I just want to let you know, we have a superpower. <laughs> um, I Thank you. I totally agree. <laughs> um, how important is it for you to be authentic and speak your truth or sing your truth uh, when it comes to your music? the most important thing to me personally um just I think like with my musical style I can't like I can't feel like I'm doing a good job if I'm like kind of putting on an act and some people are so good at that and it's like this really artistic thing that I love but for me like I just I find in terms of expression and performance like the more genuine I can be and like tap into that kind of true self you're talking about the more I can convey that feeling to the people listening and it it just you know and kind of put them in that space too and to me that's like the most special thing about live performance is like fully conveying a feeling and having someone else feel it you know I I love yeah it's like number one I love what you said in the sense that, you know, you know, other you say other people can act like they're doing it. I agree with you. I agree with that sentiment because you often look at artists out there, and we're not poo-pooing on mainstream artists, but you often look at uh, main, uh, mainstream artists out there and you, you wonder if they are actually really getting into what they're saying or they're singing and stuff like that. Nine times out of 10, they have at least, um, 12 writers to one song. I know Beyonce has a song that has 12 songs. I don't know why you need 12 songs. Wow. On song. It's ridiculous. Nobody's making money on that song. Um, and you can see, and I always, like, I love, although I have to say, I love Celine Dion because I think she evokes every oh, emotion. I love Celine. Oh, my God. Everything that she sings, it's like you you, you can hear bones in your soul. And, and But I mostly find that an independent artist. Because I think a lot of independent artists really write from their soul. They sing from their soul. Mm-hmm. And they write about a lot of experiences um, that go, have gone on in their lives. I think the independent writing is uh, very personal, more so than a lot of the mainstream artists that are out there. Um, that's why I love being indie. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, are, you, <laughs> are you the type of artist that just loves to create? Do you like to come up with different sounds or do you like to stay within the same thing that you're normally doing? Um, I think I have, I definitely have like a range of sounds. Um, and to me, they're like consistent to like what I do, but then I, I listen and they're kind of different, like technically different genres. So I, you know, it's not like consistently always one genre. Um, but yeah, I, I'm not I I um I'm not like into like electronic music and stuff where I think you can really like get into these crazy soundscapes and so I think it's kind of generally within the realm of like what what I like, which is you know a wide range still. Yeah, I love 
to experiment. I'm always experimenting. Yeah, I love to experiment because I'm a person that gets bored very easily. Like I I started out, my favorite love, my favorite genre is jazz. But then I went off on it. I don't want to say on the deep end, but I went off and I wanted to do different types of uh, music. Right now I'm in Americana and but I do, I'm versatile. So I write for a lot of different genres and a lot of people will often cool. ask me, what's your genre? And I'll say, I'm an artist. Ugh. I create. And they don't like that. That's not enough for them. They're like, no, you have to have a genre. You, I know. It? So what would you say is your genre? Do you like when people ask you that? Do you do a mixture of things? Because I put you a singer songwriter, but that could mean so many things. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I, when people ask me my genre, I'm like, oh, I don't know. Like just for my own solo music, like if I'm right. playing in a band, it's a little easier to answer. But right. I don't. Yeah, it's hard to say. I usually say something kind of like indie pop okay. sensibilities, but like there is some Americana influence because I love folk music. Um, yeah. And I love like soul music too so I'm sure that comes through in a certain way but like you know not enough to be like that's what the genre is so yeah I think I'm like you or I'm sort of like I do what I do (laughs) I love that you do what you do I love artists like you that that do that one of the things that I've learned you know actually in the past couple years through this pandemic about music is that when you're doing social impact message type songs people really don't know where to place you like I oftentimes enter my music in songwriting contests and stuff like that. And I actually had an argument with one of them because a lot of people think, oh, you're writing this song because you want so many streams and you want to chart and you want that. But sometimes songwriting is not about that. Songwriting Mm -hmm. can be about, I want to be an effective player in life and I want to make a difference in somebody else's life. And so it's interesting that I'm trying to, to push that narrative out there that sometimes it's not about the money. Obviously, we want to make money. We want to be able to do this as a living. But sometimes, but yeah. as we look at the world, we want to write songs that make people say, aha, oh, my gosh, I needed this at that moment. Do you agree, disagree? I totally agree. That's, like, my main, like, the yeah, I have to, like, force myself to think about the money thing just mm. because of, like, practical reasons. But, yeah, I'm right. <laughs> same page. Yeah, you know, we definitely want to make money, but at the same time, you know, you, you just don't want to write the same stuff over and over because what you hear on the, let's just be honest, when you, when you turn on the radio, all of it sounds like the same thing. And what I've realized during the pandemic, because I had so much time, is that we're inundated with the same artists over and over and over and over and over again. So they don't really take the time to really play independent artists at all. You know, a lot of that is pay to play. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you'll always know about the Taylor Swift, and, and I'm not pooping on them, or the Kanye West, or the this person and that person. And so... I mean, do they have to wither away so that other people can be seen and heard? Because these people were independent artists at one one point. Um, right. And I, you know, I keep uh, this is my whole thing trying to push the narrative: uh, independent artists rock, and we need to be seen and heard. Um, so I love people like you doing your thing out there. Now, you have a uh, your record better out than uh better out than in. Now, why that title? And what is the album about? Um, 
the album is it's for the most part pretty it's a like definitely a personal journey there's different like um songs in there about like the death of a family member and just like ways I feel about (laughs) different things um, which I can go into more specifically but and then there's a few that are kind of more like pop um songs where like they have kind of a light like I have a song called fantasize that's just like a pretty light song about um you know love (laughs) um and and I thought it would be kind of nice to split up the um the like deeply personal songs with like some things that are just for fun um better out than in came to me like it just popped into my head when I was uh working on recording the record and I just um I loved it because it's like a euphemism, but to me, it's like, I've kind of thought of it as a funny way of thinking about like feelings, like <laughs> and right. in general, which is like what I'm doing for, you know, 60% of the record is kind of pouring my heart out. So I was like, I just thought it was like a really fitting title, just like better, better out than in, <laughs> get them out there. I, like I love titles like this. I have to tell you. Because a person can think of so many different things of why you you titled the album that, and then go into the songs and say, okay, I get this, I get this. I like, I I just mm-hmm. like different things. Um, so, what is the new single that you have out? The single that is out today is called "Waste Away." Okay. Um, and this it's definitely like calling back to that period of time I was telling you about in high school where I was like in a string quartet and like hanging out in the orchestra room and choir room and and like I as I got like well I don't know came along in my music like of writing my own music I was like oh yeah like I play the strings I love the strings like it'd be really cool to have a string quartet like it's one of my favorite things so I um and I had been listening to other like music where strings were used and just being really into string arrangements so uh, Waste Away is kind of just a breakup song, pretty okay. plain and simple. Like, the, the, it's not very, there's not a lot of lyrics, so it's a very simple, like, vocal part with this string arrangement, and then there's, like, some bass organ that comes in to kind of kick it up a notch. So, it's a really simple song, but I'm really proud of it. It's, like, it's very true to my music style. I love it. Why don't we play it? Hold on one second.
I don't know, my main musical language, like, that's the thing that I always come back to. So I always think, like, in terms of melody like that. And so usually um, I'll something will come into my head. And sometimes there's words with it just right away, or sometimes it's just a melody. And I usually kind of build the chord structure around the melody. Um, sometimes I try and like come up with a form first and then like put in a melody, but, um, not usually. Um, yeah, so that's, that's sort of my general writing style. I love writing at the piano. Um, sometimes I write on guitar, but I am not a really great guitar player. And so it's a little hard cause it's, I'm not super versatile with my ideas there. <laughs> um, yeah. And when I have writer's block, which I don't know, like, I don't know if I think about it as writer's block, but if I'm not feeling super creative, but I want to like play music, I love actually just like playing covers. Cause I feel like it's just mm-hmm. a really like something that makes you feel good, you know, like just learning a song feels so good and fun and it's like low stakes and it's a great way to just like have a good time playing music and and just give yourself time to be ready again to write. I, uh, writer's box is interesting to me. I will stare at the screen or, or the piece of paper because I'm still, I'm like a hundred years old. I still <laughs> write on paper. Or <laughs> I, I like to do that too. I'll, I'll scream at the paper and I'll scream at the screen to see why isn't anything coming in my head. And uh, <laughs> then I'll walk away. <laughs> and then the next day, things would just start flowing. Writer's block is just it's just weird, but my my songwriting process is I usually start out with the chorus and then I work around it. Um, okay. I don't I don't play an instrument, which is sucky. Um, I can tell you now that I've had a smart keyboard for five and a half years that I was supposed to learn, and this is the year. <laughs> I'm telling everybody this is the year that I'm <laughs> because I think it's. People should know how to play an instrument. I am going to open it and I'm going to learn. This is the year. I'm in, after listening to your music. I'm definitely doing it. I have to do it. My God. Writers, um, <laughs> uh, where is the most interesting place that you've come up with a song? Like, I always come up with the best music in the shower. Let me tell you something. I can come up with a song that, and then I have to try to remember it. So I'm trying to create a gadget that's waterproof that you can just press in the shower um, and that that takes away the noise. But here's what you're singing <laughs> because I'm getting old here. <laughs> and I can't oh, remember. yes. But, but guess what? There's a, somebody introduced me to this. Um, you can, I ordered it. It's a pad, a waterproof pad and a pencil that you can use in the shower. And I have oh, there you go. Yes. Yes. Like interesting things, <laughs> interesting things. So, is there anywhere crazy that you come up with a song idea? Oh boy, where's the? I don't. Well, one time <laughs> I saw I. So I love Alan Toussaint, and I was lucky enough to see him a couple times before he passed away um, in Chicago. And I remember one time, like after the show, because he's just so good. And and then like we were standing there in the audience, and I just had like a whole like 
a whole chorus pop into my head. <laughs> just because, you know, when you, like, yeah. see someone who is you admire and you're just sighted and it just was, like, yeah. bing. And I, like, held on to it for, like, a couple years before, I, like, I turned it into a song. But that's probably the weirdest time where it's just, like, oh, but, I mean, it makes sense, but I wasn't really expecting that to happen. No. Sometimes um, it happens that way. Yeah. I love that. Um, so I'm going to play your song, Relax. Tell us what that's about. Relax is definitely like kind of an angry anthem song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like just having a few frustrating experiences with different men in my life where like one was kind of doing this thing where he was sidestepping talking to me about professional things and kept like going to like my male counterpart and asking him and I'm like dude like stop it I'm the one who wrote this song like you need to like listen to what I'm saying it was just like really annoying and then also this like older man who I was friends with and collaborating with who just was being weird behavior um so yeah it's kind of just those all happened around the same time and I think I was just really like annoyed and frustrated and people would either like be like yeah that's real or like be like oh you're just kind of making us something out of nothing and so I was you know so that's kind of what it's about it's one of those and songs, I, love I think the, I love the, fact, the fact that you titled it relax all right let's <laughs> play it all right you want to touch me love me rest my chest on your cheek honey
right, it's Jordan and Madison. I like that song. And it's so Thank true. Thank you very much. <laughs> you spoke your truth. Yes, spoke yeah. your truth in that song. I really appreciated that. Because <laughs> I, a lot of, I think a lot of women and men can relate to that song. Yeah, you're not going to touch that. That's, for, that's right. You better relax. You got to tell a lot of people um, to relax. So which song of yours do you love the most to perform and why? Oh, hmm. I think maybe my favorite song to perform is one on the record that's not one of the singles. It's called Barbara. Um, And I just like... I love the, I just love to play it. I don't know. It's just really like makes me feel good to play. And it's a mostly piano song, but there's like a band. Um, It's about my aunt Barb who um, died at at one point, like about five years ago or something. And um, her death was just, it came up kind of quick and I went down to see her before she died. And by the time I got there, she was like, they had given her morphine. And so she was really just like on her way out. Um, and then, um, they, my, the family chose not to have a funeral and my aunt Barb was disabled. So she, um, like her, her mom had polio while she was pregnant with her. So I don't remember what that's called, but so she was just close to me my whole life because she was kind of like a kid. And so we just like growing up were like buddies and she would come over and have sleepovers with me. And we just, you know, she was very present in my life as a child. And so um, the way she died just felt really kind of quietly tragic to me. And I wrote this song about it and I just love to play it. I don't know. <laughs> hey, we love, we know what we love. So kudos to you. Yeah. Now, what do you love most about being an artist? Oh wow. <laughs> that's a good, that's a big question. What do I love most about being an artist? I don't know. It's like one of those things where it's like it's like what do you love most about your person you're married to or you know it's like you just can't really picture it any other way. <laughs> it's just kind of like I think there's like a certain kind of piece of mind that comes over you like when you're being creative and like really like being creative and you're being successful at it like you feel like you're actually like doing something that's good that's you know just unparalleled feeling it's like yeah no I get that I don't know Um, I hope that's a good answer that's a tough question (laughs) that's your answer um what I love most about being an artist is I like the, to make a difference in, some, in somebody else's life through music. Um, there are days, there are days, I'll be honest, I'm like, oh, I don't know if I can do this music thing. And then somebody will email or call or say something and say, oh, uh, talk to me about one of the, my songs and say how it really helped them. And I'm like, okay, I guess universe, I'm supposed to do this, keep doing this thing. Uh, like I said, uh, yeah. You have- we have a superpower to, to bring joy to people and make them really think and and make a difference somehow, somehow. Um, 
That's, what that's is, good. That's a better answer. But I love that. That's great. I know it's not a better answer. You have your answer. Your answer was good. Oh, no, I didn't mean to compare, but I'm just saying. I love it. <laughs> um, what, what are three things you wish you had known before you got into the music business? Oh, boy. I wish <laughs> I had known, like, a secret way to avoid the self-promotion <laughs> side of music because that's just not my thing. I'm with you on Sorry, that what one. was that? I said I'm oh, with yeah, you. Right. <laughs> it's just, yeah, some people are great at it, and I just kind of like, oh, no, I just want to crawl into a hole. Right. Um, I wish I had known... Hmm, what else did I wish I had known? Um, I yeah, I guess like I, I wish I had known all the secrets to like touring and maintaining mental health on tour <laughs> before my first few tours. I feel like I like learned and, and now I can do it pretty well. But like you know, it's it's really uh, a grueling thing to do. Um, and. I don't know. I wish I had just, I wish I had known, mm, I don't know. I'm going to stop at two. Those are my two. <laughs> um, one of the major things I think that a lot of people talk about is, you know, the mu- they didn't know how hard the music business was. And yes. um, the really scammy people you can make, meet through music. I think when a lot of people told me that when they first start out, you know, people ev- people from everywhere around the world would contact them and say, oh, I see you have music, you know, I can make you a star, blah, blah, blah. So you really have to do your due diligence and really review all these people that contact you um, when you're first starting out or even if you're in the middle of your music career because people will constantly contact you all the time uh, uh, claiming that they can do so many different things for you. Um, that's the second part of all of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you mentioned the promoting thing. Yes, I agree with you. Because we have to be on every damn platform there is out there in the world, between Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Snapchat, this, that, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you know, and every mm-hmm. day something new to say, post a picture, it can get pretty annoying and that's a lot of work. So how do you maintain all of that? Oh, I, I, I don't, I do. I have Instagram, but I don't have anything else. Um, And yeah, I don't know. It's the same as we were talking about just being a genuine artist. Like I just try and like, I don't, I try and just be genuine on there too. um, So I'm not the kind of person who like posts every day because I have trouble just like being on my phone all the time. I don't, well, it doesn't make me very happy to do that. So, so I, I do, that. I do love. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're completely honest. Like, I just don't like it. No, I agree with yeah. you. I didn't, I didn't want to do the TikTok thing either, but then somebody was just like, well, you could do this and you could do that. Blah, blah, blah. So I try to do authentic things. or try to be funny on there. Um, I post my cats on there. Um, oh, cute. Yeah, and then you, you actually can use it as a tool to promote your music. So I do promote my music on there as well. Um, cool. 
is the dynamics that we, the things that we have to do to be seen and heard is crazy, crazy, crazy to me. So yeah. what's com- what's coming up for you in the music world? Well, this record comes out on February 24th, and um, I'm gonna go on tour in May. Um, out to the East Coast. I live in Appleton, Wisconsin, so a little two-week tour out to the East Coast and back. Great. Um, and, yeah, probably a couple um, other tours after that throughout the summer. Uh, my band, Dusk, which is kind of more of like a country rock and roll band, uh, we're <laughs> actually in the process of mixing our record right now. So once that's out, I'm guessing we'll go on tour a lot as well. Um, yeah, the more of the same, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a lot. It's a lot. Now, do you collaborate? It is a lot. Do you collaborate with other people as well? So, yeah, my I would say, like, this, so this solo record is my first time doing this. I, I've <laughs> always been in bands before that. So the band Dusk um, is the most active band. I'm also in a kind of folk collective called uh, Holy Sheboygan. That's okay. not super active, but we're very much a family. Um, and I run a record label called Crutch of Memory, which is um, what this record's coming out on. And um, that's I run with three other people. And we just started putting out books through uh, um, Chloe, one of our members, and we have a recording studio. So we um, kind of do a lot of different artistic endeavors there. I like yeah. that. You're very busy. Good for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what is one, I guess, affirmation, inspirational quote or message that you like to live by that, that, that pushes you throughout the day if you need to use it or you have to remember it? If you use one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I have a quote, but I think I something that really, like, brings me back from the edge if I'm just feeling awful, <laughs> like, is just remembering that I am, like, a small part of the world and that there's, like, so many things going on everywhere. And it for some reason, like, that can make you, some people feel lost, but for me it helps me, like, get out of the sense that, like, everything's a big deal and I'm feeling bad about it. You know, it just, like, helps me, like, to kind of get a little grounded. So I don't know. That's, like, my big um, like that's it. something I always come back to. I like it. It works for you. That's the, what the most important thing is. Works for you. Mm-hmm. Well, Julia, thank you so so much for being on Chatting with Glad. I really enjoyed your music. I think you are awesome. I think your music's awesome. Um, I love the fact that you're extremely authentic. You speak your truth. You're doing your thing, and and the world is going is appreciate appreciate you even more in the in the future to come. Well, thanks so much, Natalie. It was actually, it was just really nice to talk to you. <laughs> I had a good time. So everyone, this was chatting with Nat with singer songwriter, Julia Blair. You can find her on Bandcamp um, And on Instagram, she's actually Rulia Blair, R-U-L-I-A-D-L-A-I-R. And she is on Spotify. You got to check out her music. She is awesome. Thank you so much, Julia. I hope you have an amazing rest of the week. Thank you. I hope you have a lovely day. Thank you so much. And this is Natalie. I'm chatting with Nat. Until next time.
that help to guide and empower women. Speak your truth and set yourself free. Let your voice be heard. Love your voice.